Take out your tea and diaries and get ready for the Cozy Feminine Podcast, a place for faith-based classic feminine women or aspiring classic feminine women to come together and listen in on all things divine femininity, conservative values, and traditional woman empowerment. I was really, really nervous about making this episode because I feel that personality is a spectrum and super, super personal. It's ever changing and growing and moving as we move and grow through life. And while I do to an extent believe that certain experiences may shape a certain foundation that is expressed through personality, kind of like how Freud perceived personality to be this set in stone piece of our mental puzzle that's established when we are young, There has been research that suggests that personality changes over time, and I believe that as well. Essentially, I I think there's an element of both that marry each other and help us become who we are today and who we can and will become tomorrow. So I think that there are parts of us that are definitely decided upon in our personality when we are in one stage of life, but I believe that being that stages of life change all of the time and our coping and our skills on managing and either embracing or rejecting or just the way we experience all different kinds of life events also can have a huge influence on what happens to our personality as we go along in this journey that we're on. And I can definitely attest to this as I would likely describe my personality as a relatively strong one that's quite energetic and upbeat with a splash and flare of grounded intensity as to ensure balance and harmony in my own life. My experiences with family and past friends, for better or for worse, definitely had a lot of impact for the development of my personality and I think played a huge role in the strength of my personality. Yet it has since changed and polished up quite a bit as my values and goals become more clear and concise and as I go through different stages of life as well and meet and associate and affiliate with different people. I will say my my future husband is definitely, I feel in so many ways, just a huge inspiration for my own growth and change in my personality as well. So what was once rather chaotic is now a lot more organized and it feels good honestly, to reflect and look back and take note of the change. However, these changes didn't come without seriously massive reconsideration as to the who, what, where, hows, and whys in my life. And making sure that I'm doing my darnness to monitor what is inspiring growth in my own personality and even taking away from it. And at the end of the day, we have all heard the saying, and if you haven't, well, you're hearing it now, (laughs) we make up the sum, like our personality, who we are, 
is made up by the sum of the five people we spend the most amount of time with. So if we don't care for who we are today, let's say, maybe there are parts of us that we don't really like all that much, a really good start is to look at who we spend our time with and then make some changes accordingly. Now, this episode isn't going to focus too much on how we make changes, but rather understanding perhaps the incompatibilities between others. And on the topic of... Um, and value of traditional and divine femininity, I feel that there are certain personalities as to which I've discovered on this journey that really either enhance my comfort and application of feminine energy or have created quite a bit of tension and strain. So today, to focus on more of the plus parts of this, I want to go over the personalities or personality traits that really have helped enhance my own feminine journey. And who knows, hopefully it might even do the same. Maybe it's something that, you know, we could look at together in our own journeys and decide like, oh, you know, that's a really great personality trait or that's a really good personality for me to be affiliating with so that I can be as comfortable within my feminine energy and within my femininity as well as my masculinity as possible, making sure that that harmony is definitely there the way that we see fit. So starting off with a biggie, and we're going to go over a few, really, that's pretty much it, like I think three is a good, that's a good number, right? (laughs) Um, So starting off with a biggie, emotionally grounded personalities, big one. Essentially, these are the people that know how to regulate their emotions without the chaos or the disorganization. And it's not to say that there won't be slip-ups. We are human after all, so I'm not saying this is not like a black and white situation. However, their main baseline, those who have very emotionally grounded personalities or personality traits, their main baseline is to be interested more in seeing the realistically the seeing realistically the best options and outcomes and solutions that ensure that collaboration is at the forefront of every interaction that they have, even if it's truly difficult. And if it can't be achieved, then no problem, no worries. There will be a graceful bowing out of the relationship and usually a clean exit. The reason why this kind of personality is such a beautiful one for femininity, I feel, I I really believe it's because of the approachable and personable nature to it all and of it all. There's also a level of predictability and consistency with those who know how to emotionally regulate themselves. This feels very safe. And I feel that when I'm around people who are really spectacular at keeping a calm baseline or just like a regulated baseline, it encourages and inspires me to lean more into my femininity and approach interactions similarly. Think of, think, think of, (laughs) that's not a word. Thinking of that more... strong side of my personality, I feel that being around people like this really helps me to better regulate even my own emotions and to always remember that that is that is way more attractive and way more personally attractive to even my own self but attractive to others and friendships to have a very good baseline 
And it has really helped me with even communication because I always now want to be the person that it doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or indifferent. You can come to me, we could talk about it. And my goal at the end of the day is to always figure out how do we collaborate on something, good, bad, or indifferent. You know, sometimes the more chaotically creative and passionate side of our femininity can get lost in someone who isn't really good at regulating their emotions in a realistically optimistic manner. So it's truly wonderful to spend time around those who give our femininity room to breathe and experience the ups and downs of life with support. I don't like going on the roller coaster ride. <laughs> no. I did it back then. I've done it for several years of my life, not even realizing the deteriorating impact that it can really have because I think in some of the ways that we bond with people, if we don't have a very you know, strong sense of self or strong sense of values, or maybe the values just aren't maybe in our best interests, <laughs> I have found that we tend to look to bond with people over almost like chaotic situations and events when things are not going well like we like i feel like people tend to bond over and even sometimes rebel in people's misfortunes and they they get themselves involved into drama and they are literally just emotionally gripped by the experience and then as the experience develops their emotions are moving with it too. And it just feels like this roller coaster. I don't know if I'm making any sense. It just, I've been in conversations with people and even with myself, you know, as I'm talking, let's say to someone about a situation, and I can feel the fluctuation of my emotion and I can feel the fluctuation in other people's um, emotions as well when going through a story. Let's say that let's say is not really great. Let's say it was like a bad situation or a bad event or circumstance, and I could feel the I, I like the almost like I was going through the throes of the experience rather than talking about a situation and keeping a very leveled baseline so that we can not be on a roller coaster of emotion and really be present and figure out what do we now do i feel like some people they including even myself at certain points like we just kind of get really into and intertwined with the experience and it's like going on this roller coaster and i don't even think we're really looking for solutions we're just looking to get it out of our system and gain support and thinking that we're going to create quality connection this way because there is something enticing sometimes about that kind of chaos. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm sorry, I got a little tangential there. But yeah, the emotionally grounded personality type is, you know, that that is the most ideal situation. <laughs> I actually had a conversation with someone yesterday. And we were talking about empathy. And you know, just how empathy really can work for some because people even like myself and maybe like you as well, it's like I can personally, I can absorb energy from other people. You know, I can I can feel when someone's really nervous. I can feel when someone is really not doing well. I can also feel when someone is doing really well. I can feel when there's just a lot of things going on and it's a bit chaotic and I can feel when it's super organized as well so i feel that 
the thing with empathy, and this is what I was explaining um, to this individual, is that empathy without structure is just a mess. So I feel that, and that structure is more of that healthy masculine energy that kicks in, that structure, that discipline, those boundaries. And I feel like for my femininity, that more feminine, empathetic, compassionate side of myself, in order for me to actually really thrive in that moment and not get so lost into everyone else's stuff, including even my own, it requires structure. There has to be a baseline that we can turn to that has boundaries and disciplines and structures so that we can experience feelings without losing ourselves in them. So again, emotionally grounded personality is just so big, I find, um, for my own self to be able to experience femininity the way that I want to. Another personality type or trait that really resonated with my growth in my feminine journey is found with those who have well-placed competitiveness. Those who know that friendship is a place of warmth, of kindness, support, love, inspiration, accountability, that even with jealousies that may arrive, it's not a means to begin competing or one-upping or anything like that. Those with well-placed competitiveness understand the importance of collaboration and connection through genuine efforts to sincerely congratulate and encourage those who may have more than them or just have different than themselves. Competition is fine. I, I don't actually have an issue with competition. I think it's in our biological makeup to be competitive to some extent for resources. However, I believe that competition in the in the society that we're in now, in the kinds of uh, connections and places that we're in now, it's better reserved more for the workplace, perhaps, or an actual competition, or can go as far and as healthy as competing with even a past version of ourselves. Divine femininity, at least from the journey that I'm discovering, benefits greatly from being around people who are able to share a warm spotlight. Think of like just like that really beautiful dispersed morning light, right? That comes in through the windows. That, that's what I mean by like a warm spotlight. It's not harsh. It's not intense. It's not interrogating. But it's, it's just very warm and dispersed and light and a little maybe even dusty. <laughs> um, but share a warm spotlight, okay? Around people who are able to share this warm spotlight and not find a need to dominate or quote unquote win in difficult moments or times where it could be so much easier to fall to the envy and the insecurity in an unproductive way. So I know that, I, I don't know if any of that really made too, too much sense, but essentially I've had friendships that I felt like it was competition. It almost felt like you know, when we're when we're sharing a story or when I would be sharing a story, let's say I'd be sharing an experience, um, I would almost feel this sense that they were trying, the other individual was trying to either one-up me. So it's like, oh, you did that? Well, I did this. <laughs> like that kind of attitude. Um, also, sometimes it's just like, I don't like to sound super hippie about this, but hopefully it makes sense. Like it's very intuitive, I feel, when we're around people to sense when somebody is not fully sincere and supportive of your success. I feel that, you know, success looks different for everyone, obviously. 
I just, I've been in scenarios um, that were very unfortunate and very confusing. And even to this day, sometimes I find myself in certain scenarios where I scratch my head and I'm like, hmm, I don't really know. Um, but I could, I could sense that like, okay, I think this individual maybe like sees certain things that they wish that they had more of um, and even vice versa. I mean, I experienced jealousy as well. However, the sincerity and some of the congratulations I've gotten and some of the, you know, spotlight, so to speak, it just feels like it's met with a certain level of tension and strain that almost it resonates as competitive to me. And I have found that my own personality being that it is uh, it is a little on the strong side. It's not strong like an in-your-face. I would say that used to be me, especially before this entire journey and experience. I would say now it's just that I am the kind of person that if you're sitting down and talking to me about something super exciting in your life, especially, I am the first one to be like, oh my gosh, you need to tell me everything. What's going on? This is cool. And I'm also the person that if you have a problem, you ask for me to help solve it. That That's usually how it's always been. But obviously, as you could see, you know, when it comes to more feminine approaches to life, uh, staying more clear from the masculine, competitive, problem-solving side is is definitely it's ideal you know and and not to say that we shouldn't be solving problems and not to say that solving problems is a bad thing or anything but i do find that if if i'm constantly in a position where i'm trying to solve someone else's problem even sometimes my own (laughs) um not that i have a problem with solving my own issues but definitely when i'm like working on solving someone else's issues um I have to be very careful of how I even go about doing that and making sure that even the way I go to solve someone's problem, it still has to be, there has to be a feminine approach to it. Because when I'm around personality types that are competitive or that are constantly looking for problems to be solved, I feel like I'm entering a more masculine version of myself that I've been working much harder to move away from or not even move away from but just find more harmony in it so that I don't feel like I'm living there and I because of my some old habits and some old personality habits and my kind of stronger personality especially I have found that when I'm around especially competitive people people that just have like a natural tendency to need spotlight need attention and like just they need to feel like they are somehow like winning against you not as much with you but just like just like weird it's like even just like the slightest one percent feeling of that I find that my personality type's response actually is to also become more competitive. And it's really like in some ways it's really destroyed certain relationships and connections because friendships especially, they are supposed to be a safe place for us to be in. You know, and I understand that there are, you know, different friends for different seasons and experiences and everything like that. I think it's just important for us as women and as, you know, as we're maybe all going through our own feminine journey, perhaps, um, especially since I'm still so new to this. I think it's just very important for us to always be mindful of how different personality types and traits from other people influence our own experience. And even if we stay true to our own selves, 
is being around that kind of person, is it really helping us? Is it benefiting us in, in the sense of do we feel safe? Do we feel like this is a healthy, productive friendship or relationship? So just I find that well-placed competitiveness is a very um, a helpful personality trait and personality type for me personally so that I don't feel I don't like feeling like I'm in competition with someone. I like being able to celebrate with someone just as much as they celebrate with me and it doesn't feel forced, it doesn't feel pushed or anything like that. And when I think of my closest friends, that's my experience with them is there's in my family as well and my partner like I always have this feeling of wow, we are celebrating together, we grieve together, we go through it together. And as one person reaches some level of success, even if I would like to reach that certain level, like there's literally no feelings of strain or tension about it. I I just feel like, wow, you're on your independent figuring out your life, just as I'm on an independent figuring out my life, like we're independent of each other, but we are celebrating together. And that's a really nice thing. Um, one more, uh, well, I, I will, I will say this, the, this one that I'm about to say, I feel like really has, there's a spectrum to all of this, but there, this last one, I, I'm hoping, I hope this resonates well. One more personality type or trait that really encouraged a more comfortable feminine existence I feel is found within those who are outwardly kind, compassionate, and open to different conversations. Now, something that I've made note on on the podcast a few times is that compassion doesn't equate to agreeable. I don't think someone has to agree and support someone else's opinions, viewpoints, lifestyles, or anything to be compassionate or kind. I don't think that those two are interchangeable by any stretch. I think, like, I I have certain conservative viewpoints on things and certain religious viewpoints on things, on topics, that I, you know, I will never agree with certain you know, lifestyle choices. I'm just, I'm just, when it, it, I'm not going to agree uh, from it, from those perspectives. However, I'm not going to treat that person any less. I would never disrespect that individual. And I don't think it's dis- disrespectful to disagree. I think it's disrespectful to treat someone poorly or to um, be rude and cruel to someone just because you disagree with them. Um, Obviously, if someone's threatening me, that's like a different story altogether. But overall, I feel that compassion does not equal agreeableness and vice versa. I don't even think someone who's necessarily agreeable or agreeing with a certain situation or stance on something is necessarily a compassionate person about it either. So I don't, I don't think someone has to agree and support someone else's anything to be compassionate or kind. I believe the real quality is in the approach and response to the differences in ideas or philosophies. I mean, hey, who, I mean, who doesn't like when someone agrees with them? You know what I mean? Like, obviously we love when we have this like good momentum of agreeableness. What I will say though, is that feminine energy really thrives from openness and kindness. That That's what I've found, you know, it, it's openness and kindness. It's not agreeableness. Uh, agreeable is nice. I guess consider it a bit of a bonus. 
Um, but even when someone agrees with uh, a s- situation or an approach to something, it doesn't actually necessarily mean it's a good thing. Though I guess the best example of that would be when someone, a friend, let's say, comes to another friend to talk about their relational problems. Let's say they're really going through it. They need to talk it out. They need to figure out what they're doing. And friend goes to their friend to talk it out. And the f- other friend's immediate response and very exciting, you know, excitingly uh, inappropriate response, I guess, uh, is to tell that that woman to be like, "Oh my gosh." you're so right this he's so messed up i can't believe he would do that like you're so right like you're you're queen and you know you need to just dump him you just need to leave him like we're yeah team independent woman you don't need that man like you don't really need like just because like that i know that that sounds like very extreme and hopefully you're never in that position i i don't actually believe in waging war when it comes to uh people's relational issues i just think that's not my place and i think that to be very inappropriate i always believe in going through like you know do you feel like you need resources do you feel like there's something that needs to change you know what i mean like essentially coaching someone through figuring those kinds of things out because they are so sensitive but that's someone who's super agreeable to what they're being told but might be pushing something that is not really kind or you know really that compassionate or anything like that just agreeableness so i i think that femininity is is definitely the it's something that really thrives from just openness and kindness and having a place to be able to you know have a place where you know i feel like i'm heard and if there is a disagreement the approach isn't to derail me or put me down um instead i i personally thrive from people that understand that it's healthy to disagree and that it's okay to disagree and understand that things won't always work out but the key is to be graceful in the response instead of being barbaric cruel or rude um you know i I feel like i've gone through some interesting experiences where i've learned about some people's true colors and listen we all have an element of true colors to us you know i i think whenever someone says like i'm not usually like this or this isn't part of my personality whatever i think we are very multi-dimensional people (laughs) so um i've you know so i'm not what i'm about to say is not me saying that like i never have a bad moment or anything like that what i will say is that i've been in scenarios with people who have said things in response to maybe news that they didn't like that came from me and their response i have found to be an effort to be spiteful and to be mean and i've been spiteful and i've been mean in the past like i look back on my life and i'm like wow that was really not a good way to handle that and in what i just think about those moments is that you can't take them back you know like you can't and when you try to be when you actually are attempting to say something to hurt someone or to derail someone just because you didn't like what they had to say or where they you know what was their uh i don't know about motive but just like if you don't like what someone has to say and if someone if you don't agree with something i don't think it's an excuse to be cruel or rude or barbaric like i think it's a good opportunity to actually show that you know what 
you know, let me properly communicate and express my feelings on this, you know, that emotional regulation. It's like, I feel sad when you do this, or this really is bumming me out, or I definitely feel very bothered by this, and I wish that it would have worked out differently, or like something like that. But sometimes people resort to some really, to just say things that are very mean, and it completely changes, at least in my personal eyes, that my viewpoint of that person. Um, and from a feminine standpoint, my femininity thrives from the ability to express myself um, and, and have that openness and kindness from others and be able to have an emotionally regulated conversation so that we can learn and we can grow as people. So overall, I, I feel that personality is something that isn't quite black and white. We are multidimensional people with the ability to dip into different parts of who we are and project those parts to the outside world. If we are aware enough, we could even catch ourselves falling into perhaps old personality habits or other sides of our personalities that we don't particularly feel good about and want to change. You know, whenever someone, like I said, like, that's not part of me. It is part of us, but it just doesn't have to be the part that we lead with, you know. And I, I used to be a much more aggressive and abrasive individual because I wanted to feel like I was in charge. That was the a big part of my personality. And over time, honestly, that cooled down as I relinquished that expectation and desire and you know, hoping to build better and more deep connections with others. And then even with the feminine journey that I'm on, I wanted to jump more deeply into that pool. And part of that is understanding that my job is not to have ultimate control. And also, even when it comes to control, there are ways to go about it that are much more feminine and less abrasive. Because it's really, it's, I don't like it when someone's super aggressive and abrasive with me. So I don't know why I ever thought that was a good way to go about things. So it's, it's a learning curve, but that's the whole idea, you know, is, is we have to be able to see maybe that personality is something that can grow. We don't all have to say, I am who I am, or it is what it is. You know, I, I saw how that part of my personality was creating, you know, that old version was creating a lot of damage and attracting the wrong kind of friendships and connections. And while those traits, they're always going to be there. They don't they don't have to be in the front of my personality. And I think that can go for a lot of us. You know, we might have parts of our personality that we aren't completely crazy about. And it's okay to place that in the back burner and focus on more personality types and traits within ourselves that make us feel like we are our most divinely feminine selves you know, and, and it's something that we can embrace and have and apply every single day once we figure it out. We all can grow, ladies. Nothing can stop us except ourselves, really, truthfully. We, you know, we might have to build, bid farewell to some people over time, which is likely and it's okay. It happens all the time as we grow. We might even have to build new connections in order to find that match and help us fulfill what we want to fulfill in our lives. And, you know, we can do all those things. We can create those connections if we put ourselves out there 100%. The journey to discovering and embodying what my version is of healthy, reasonably traditional femininity is nothing short of wonderful so far. It's exciting to see what can be done to make life better, even by observing something as 
I don't know, equally complex and somehow simple <laughs> as personality. Just knowing what personalities make me feel like I can really dip into my femininity and grow in that in that realm, in that value that I hold so near and dear. And I and I really hope that this this podcast was able, this episode was able to maybe shed some light on personality types and traits and maybe even even if these aren't it maybe you have other ones that you feel like you wanted to share with me which you can on the cozy feminine on instagram or twitter i I don't really use twitter much for anything but posting matters but like if you want to reach out i can be reached out to through the cozy feminine at gmail.com or the cozy feminine on instagram but yeah like maybe there are personality types even more than what i just described that you feel add value to your life next week i'll go over you know i might i might actually do two next week because i was very late with this one but i'll go over as well the personality types that i find really damaging for my journey and uh maybe maybe those also help you as well so i hope (laughs) that you all have a great week i appreciate you listening to my chatty episode and we will chat very soon finish up your tea close up your diaries and i will talk to you all next week bye